Normally, the city held the event closer to the actual holiday, which was in two weeks. But with the blue moon bearing down on Babylon, the city council moved it up so kids could trick-or-treat safely. Pioneer Square had been filled with what seemed like a million jack-o'-lanterns, and local businesses, both arcane and mundane, had set up booths to pass out candy for the kids and sales pitches to the adults. Before I could respond to my partner's uncharacteristic glass-half-full comment, flute music filled the square. A shirtless man wearing goat horns and woolly pants with fake hooves wove his way through a crowd on the steps of City Hall. Like many of the people at the festival, he wore a black mask that obscured the upper half of his face. What's this guy's costume? Morales asked. He's a satyr. He shot me a look like I'd spoken in tongues. What? I said. I know shit. Morales and I paused on the edge of the group to watch. I crossed my arms and scowled at the performer. He had a thick beard, and tattoos covered every inch of his arms and much of his chest. The families around us bopped along with the melody, but their smiles were forced from hours of wrangling rugrats buzzing off high-fructose corn syrup. I started to tell Morales we should move on, but the goat dude danced our way. He river-danced around us a couple of times. I could feel his gaze groping my ass. When he came back around, I shot him a keep-away scowl. He paused in his flute-playing to blow me a kiss before skipping away to bother someone else. I turned to Morales. Guess I should enjoy the boredom, I said, nodding toward the retreating satyr. The closer we get to the second full moon, the crazier these assholes are going to get. We started walking again before he answered. Despite our casual conversation, our eyes were scanning the square for any signs of trouble. Come on, it won't be that bad. Just you wait, I said. I was in L.A. once during a blue moon, he said. Except I was undercover, so I got to help raise hell instead of keeping it under control. How many times have you worked a beat during moon madness? I glanced toward the rusted statue of a steel factory worker in the center of the square. Enough to wish I had vacation saved up to get out of town. Another crowd had gathered near the statue, but I couldn't see what attracted them there. Still, something kept my gaze locked on the spot. I couldn't put my finger on what was bothering me. Call it cop intuition. Call it woman's intuition. Something was... Something's wrong. Morales went on alert like a hunting dog. Danger sounds different. It has a distinctive pitch. Sound crystallizes, air tightens. The herd gets spooked, and an invisible wave of metallic energy permeates the air. We pushed through a crowd of clueless parents and their agitated children. It took a full minute to make our way to the statue. Two uniformed cops with Hawthorne defensive wands beat us there. I assumed they'd take care of the threat, but in the next instant, a halo of energy flashed through the square. My nostrils flared at the acrid scent of ozone. My protective instincts tightened my muscles for action. Someone was hexing the crowd with dirty magic. Morales and I burst into the clearing. The first thing I saw was one of the cops humping the statue like a stripper on a pole.
The other officer's chest was bare, and he was just a zipper away from flashing his little wand to the crowd. A woman undulated around the circle, her hands raised high above her head as if in surrender. A couple writhed on the ground, hands groping, mouths hungry, pelvises grinding. And standing over them all, holding a black plastic cauldron, was a motherfucking leprechaun. His costume, too short for his five-foot and spare-change frame, was a green double-breasted blazer, matching tights, and two black shoes with shiny silver buckles. A bowler hat on his head tipped jauntily forward over greasy brown hair, and on each cheek he'd painted a jagged black lightning bolt. He turned to face us, and a small plume of glittery golden powder spilled from the cauldron's wide mouth. I had my weapon in my hand before you could-